Hey, welcome to episode 12 of the Straightforward Voice. G.S. Luther here, broadcasting to you while cruising on the roads of South Jersey. Oh yes, it's always crazy in this neck of the woods. So, <laughs> social media, or rather the big tech giants of social media and related, such as Google, Facebook, Twitter, Amazon, and all those other big multinational corporations are censoring people. Now I believe it's real. Okay, I mean, I knew what was going on before. It was obvious. But now I, now I accept, yes, they are really enacting their plans to silence people. Uh, as I previously stated before in the earlier episode that the issue with InfoWars, I was a little 50-50 on it because his viewership on his website has increased more by trifold, fourfold. So I was wondering whether or not there was a marketing ploy or not. But now that I'm seeing other individuals, such as authors, like Roosh V, had his book Game banned from Amazon without any reason, like Cody Wilson, the author of The Liberator, the book that shows how you can 3D print a gun made out of plastic. His book was pulled off of Amazon. I mean, later he got another one that's there now, but as you can see, books have been banned by Amazon. And it makes no sense because they have other material from Stephen King, from uh, Sam Taylor, who wrote the book Fifty Shades of Grey, which is <laughs> a lot more graphic than uh, Roosh's book, Game. But yet, Amazon feels it's more appropriate for some reason. Amazon is strange. Amazon has a section that's a, a genre, rather, that you can find books about rape. <laughs> but that's okay with them. However, when you have guys like Rouge V or Cody Wilson publishing books on how to improve your dating skills, you know, for heterosexual men, or how to uh, 3D print a plastic gun, that gets pulled off the market. Well... You know, David Icke predicted this a long time ago. He said that this was the plan all along and how it's being executed. So this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. It's not just going to be Infowars or uh, low, uh, or rather individual authors. It's not going to be just that. This is just the beginning. All right, David Icke himself has had a little bit of trouble with Facebook. Michael Savage, as I said, had some issues with uh, social media, I believe Twitter. So, you know, this, this is nothing new. This is an ongoing thing. And now with uh, the new video released by Breitbart showing the, <laughs> the meeting of the top execs at Google, this is absolutely ridiculous. 
if you see that video, you see all the employees wearing that stupid dorky hat of Google. And when I heard one of the founders, Sergey, whatever his name is, Sergey, what kind of name is Sergey? <laughs> the, the minute this guy, I heard him uh, speak, <laughs> I almost fell off my chair. I thought, no, you, you, this can't be real. His voice, I mean, it's exactly the way I mocked it in the first episode. I, if you s listen to his voice, uh, yes, uh, hi, me, hello. Uh, we go here to talk about the recent uh, election results, and I know that all of you are so, you know, it's it's a hurtful thing. We're all very deeply saddened, and yeah, I know, I know you. Many of you all, you all feel the same way. But don't worry, because you know we're gonna get marijuana legal. <laughs> I thought this is a joke, but no, it's real. That's what he actually sounds like. <laughs> this Sergey guy is a real a cla classic textbook definition of a geek. Is Sergey <laughs> from Google? I mean, it, it doesn't get any more dorkier than that. You, you can't make this stuff up. I mean, this guy's voice is—it's <laughs> it, the stereotype of a complete tech geek. All right, and if you see his his face, it's a nerd if I ever saw one. Ah, damn! I mean, and you get a look at the other speakers. That that Indian guy, San Shasanchit, San Kit, whatever his name is, the skinny, pipsqueak Indian, with the gray beard. Oh, this guy's a real piece of work. The CEO, yeah, a real piece of work. Yeah, he thinks he's a, a big shot. He thinks he's uh, above the law. If you listen to what he said during that meeting, his speech, it becomes very clear that this guy is out of his mind. Okay, you know what he is? He's a dirty Indian. A dirty, filthy Indian from the slums of India. That's what he is. He comes up there, and he spits this crap. Oh, yes, sir, my daughter, but I know this is very hard, and I want to tell you that it was very difficult for me, for my life. I come from India, and we, we have our challenges, but, but still, it is a democracy, and we get through it. Oh, shut up. Just shut up. Toothpick man. Democracy, my foot. People don't realize India is a third world shithole. Right when you get off the plane, you smell it. You step on it. It's everywhere. You can even feel it. You can taste it in the damn air. It's so stinky in that dirty... Uh, wretched place and this guy is saying it's a democracy ha what a joke India is a democracy okay right sure right yeah just like China is a free nation too yeah of course sure sure yeah uh-huh yeah I believe that 
Let me tell you what India really is. I can go for a stroll in the streets of India, the dirty, filthy streets, that is, of India. And if I see someone and I feel like beating them up, I can do that. I can take a stick and beat the hell out of them. And then, let's say, you know, a couple of cops come over and say, hey, what's going on? You know what I have to do? All I have to do is just give them 20 bucks. And they'll say, okay, get out of here. I didn't see anything. And you, you think I'm making this up. No, I am not making this up. This is reality in India. If someone goes to jail for whatever reason, it can be anything, rape, murder, anything, anything. And their father or uncle or whatever family member is a lawyer, a big shot lawyer, all that uncle needs to do is pick up the phone, call the, the, uh, the prison where they're keeping his uh, nephew. And he just needs to say this. Oh, hello, this is uh, VK Kumar, New Delhi lawyer. Uh, yes, you, you have uh, Mr. Rajit, Rajit Kumar in your cell? Yes. Uh, yeah, let him go, let him go. Click. That's it. Now, I know many of you are shocked to hear that, but yes, that is your so-called democracy in India. There is no democracy. There is no justice. There is no fairness in that chaotic country. That's the high-scale and even in-your-face corruption. See, America has high-scale corruption, we all know that, but India has in-your-face corruption. Bribery is everywhere. Gang raping is an expertise of Indian men. They get away with it on a regular basis, and cops do nothing. Cops cannot do anything. And the cops themselves, the entire police force, they're all corrupt. Officers take bribes. Officers let criminals go when they shouldn't because that's the system in India. So this idiot Sanchit, Sankit, whatever his name is, the CEO of Google, okay, that Indian piece of you know what, he has no idea what he's talking about. And the more he ran his mouth, you know what I concluded about him? He's a moron. I don't give a damn about his academic qualifications. That means nothing. There's a big difference between book smarts and street smarts. And this guy, I can tell just by looking at him, he's a complete fool. These people are so out of touch with reality. They come from a family of academics who look down on everyone. They think they're better than everyone. They have this academic superiority and they just think that people are peons to them. That's what they really believe. So when I hear this guy speak, and Sergey and all the other bozos at Google, it is very clear that that's how they view the world. They have placed themselves up on a pedestal and view the rest of the world as peasants. The nonsense that came out of their mouths clearly shows that they have no idea what they're talking about. They have no concept of anything 
that's beyond their bubble called Google. And their uh, corporate head, their their work life, their corporation, okay, their headquarters, the building, it functions very much like a college campus. And just like academics have no clue about anything beyond the campus bubble, these Google guys have no idea what they're talking about. They don't know anything about anything beyond their corporate bubble, which is clearly apparent in their video. Hey, Sergey is a buffoon. He has no idea what he's talking about. This uh, Google CEO, Sun Kit, whatever his name is, he has no idea what he's talking about. They're, they're nerds, okay? They are basically nerds. That meeting was just a bunch of nerds wearing their stupid hats, talking about nonsense. Oh, I'm so, we're so all sad that the, Donald Trump won the election. Oh, no. <laughs> Donald Trump, oh, no. But it's okay. We're, we're going to get our pot. We're going to smoke our pot. That's going to be legalized. <laughs> so some things are okay. <laughs> you know, if, if I went there, I would be the alpha male in that meeting. <laughs> Most normal men, you throw any normal guy into that meeting, they're the alpha male automatically. I mean, the, the, the combined testosterone level at that meeting was probably about 135. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. When a normal guy, when a man, a real man, looks at these people, they watch these impudent, impotent boys, these soy boys spit this garbage. You, you know what it, it makes? It stirs something in a man. A man, when he sees these weak people, it makes him want to beat the hell out of them and conquer them. All right? There's some... There's a biological mechanism that gets turned on when a man sees this level of weakness in other men. Okay, when I see Sergi and Sanchit and all these fools, their weakness irritates me so much that I just want to go there and beat the hell out of all of them and then just leave. Uh, yeah, maybe you could conquer them too. Yeah, beat them and conquer them. Why? Because I can. Because they're so physically frail that it it angers any normal man with a normal testosterone. That's how feminized these soy boys are. These silicone men of Silicon Valley. They are so weak and frail and dorky that a man just wants to kick their ass just because just because all right now i know the media claims this is toxic masculinity no this is just a masculine man any masculine man would feel these feelings watching this video released by uh, breitbart so it is now clear that 
these uh, tech giants, social media, Google, Facebook, Amazon, Twitter, etc., they are all in cahoots together. They're working with the government. They want to censor free speech. Uh, Infowars was okay, one, but that wasn't enough for me. But now that I see individuals like Roosh V, like Cody Wilson, and other conservative or Republican parties, or even businesses, small businesses, by the way, are all being singled out by these corporate giants. We've all seen examples before from Twitter and Facebook, okay? But uh, nothing has ever been seen like the case with InfoWars. And I was 50-50 on it because InfoWars is becoming more popular as a result of it. But now you see people like Cody Wilson, like Roosh V, just being completely banned from Amazon for no reason. Okay. So I think you're going to see more of this. This is just the beginning. But you know what? This is a good thing. This is a, a great, wonderful thing, actually. Because a lot of businesses have been suffering. It is very difficult for a business to establish an online presence because of Facebook, because of Google, because of Twitter. Business owners do not have time to deal with uh, building up social credibility. They don't have time. And this has been the big hindrance for most startups, unless you get federal funding, like uh, these tech giants, which I'll get, in, uh, get into in a minute. Okay. And the other thing is, if you're in the publishing business, or any business actually for that matter, Amazon is a big, big, big threat to you. All businesses today, or most of them, have been forced to sell their product on Amazon and pay them a royalty when they shouldn't have to. Amazon has been dominating the internet cyberspace for a long time. They pay virtually no taxes and they are collecting billions per month by doing nothing, just from royalty fees. So this is a big problem. And Facebook is making a lot of money. So is Twitter and of course Google. So. The thing with InfoWars is that his viewership has increased more than trifold. I believe even by more than fourfold. So this incident is actually helping him, which was why I was uh, skeptical about that. But uh, as you're going to see, more businesses and individuals are going to be banned or censored. It is going to bring it to everyone's awareness and thus will lead to increased viewership to their own personal website. So in that sense, it's gonna help business owners and individuals because you don't want people going on your social media platforms, you want them going to your actual website. All right, that's the actual end goal for any business or actually any smart business owner who has any presence on social media is to get them off of there and to send them to your personal website. So this banning is actually a good thing. It's going to help a lot of people. 
So if you're using social media, I say do what I did, leave. You don't need Facebook. Facebook does not do anything for your personal life or your business life for that matter. Social media marketing is not gonna do anything for your business. I know a lot of people like to claim it does, but uh, after being in that business and doing it, having experience, over a decade of experience in social media marketing, I can tell you right now, you don't need Facebook, you don't need Twitter, you don't need YouTube, you don't need any of these uh, platforms at all, at all, to make money on the internet. Okay, I've tested both uh, uh, having it and not having it. And I've made money on the internet without having a Facebook or a Twitter or a YouTube or a Google account or anything. Okay, there are ways to make money on the internet without them. People don't realize that because they're so brainwashed by listening to all these, you know, uh, self-proclaimed millionaires, online millionaires, even though they show no proof of it. So all these self-proclaimed internet gurus keep saying, oh yeah, you gotta go on Facebook and you know, social media marketing, they don't know what they're talking about. You don't need Facebook, Twitter, or any of that nonsense. I've made money on the internet without it. I've helped others make money without having Twitter, Facebook, or any of that nonsense, okay? So I say you should leave. Okay, protect your privacy and protect your business too. Leave Facebook, leave Twitter, leave all of these people who are, are uh, censoring freedom of speech. Okay, or you can at least significantly reduce it. You can still be on Amazon and uh, you know YouTube if you want, but you don't. But you really don't need Facebook or Twitter. All right. So, uh, that's one thing. Uh, the other thing is the fact that they are banning people. Now, technically, yeah, they are businesses, so being a private business, you can, you know, kick out whoever you want. So, okay, that's what it is legally. But uh, if you investigate their backgrounds further, technically it's not true. You see, Facebook, Twitter, Google, Microsoft, Amazon, Tesla Motors, oh yes, all these silicon men from Silicon Valley, all of these big brands, when they were starting out, all of these men, these silicone men of Silicon Valley, they all received hundreds of millions of dollars of federal funding. And where did that came from? That came from taxpayers. So, technically, Facebook, Google, Microsoft, Amazon, Tesla Motors, Twitter, all of these big mega giants have become what they are today because of taxpayer money. 
but thanks to the slimy, slippery weasels from Harvard, Yale, Columbia, Princeton, Cornell, etc., all the Poison Ivy League schools of lower education, thanks to them exposing and manipulating the loopholes in the system, these corporate giants have legally gotten away with privatizing their brands. Although they were federally funded, they have found ways to privatize their companies. Even though it's not supposed to be legal, their lawyers have found ways to make it legal. So, you know, they can do it because they are legally privatized. So they're still functioning like private companies. So legally, they found a way to make it so, but in actuality, if you investigate their history, you will see that, no, actually, what they're doing is illegal because they have been funded by taxpayers. So, in a sense, they belong to us. Facebook belongs to the American citizens. They should have the right to uh, control and dictate to a significant percent of how Facebook functions. The same thing with Twitter, the same thing with Microsoft, the same thing with Amazon and all these other uh, big uh, mega giants. But they're not going to do that because they've already paid off the corrupt bureaucrats. So that's what it is. And Donald Trump can't stop them. I've said this before. The amount of capital that they have is too much. You have Amazon alone, who has over $150 billion okay, at his disposal. And when you combine the net worth of all these other giants, it's over a trillion dollars. All right, so Donald Trump, unless he runs this place, as I said before, unless he does some drastic moves and basically he has to hijack the, uh, the country and run it like a dictator, run it like his own corporation, then yeah, then he can just cease power. He can just cease control of all these uh, Silicon uh, Valley uh, companies. Then he can just cease power and then he can shut them down. But he can't do that. Okay, in his uh, present uh, state, he needs to cease power. He needs to grab even more power. He needs to become the dictator of America. He needs to become like, uh, I don't want to say, well, I'll just say he needs to become the corporate president of America so he can run it like a company. That's the only way. But that too is dangerous. If Donald becomes a dictator, that is also extremely dangerous. So, what do you do? Well, it's a very difficult situation that America has uh, gotten itself into. And uh, you are going to see 
more people being censored, but I also think you're going to see people rebel against this nonsense. People are not going to accept it. People are not going to allow these mega giants control how they think and how they speak. So I think this is all a very good thing because I believe you're going to see a digital revolution and even an economic revolution where people are going to just say no to the censorship and they're going to put their money where their mouth is and you're going to see the profits decline for all these corporate giants Facebook, Twitter, Google, etc. I think you're going to see a huge decline in their profits Amazon too because I believe that people are going to go directly to business websites the way it used to be done in the past and Amazon will, won't be having the uh, monopoly that it currently is because that's what they are all these corporations are monopolies they've bought out the competition and uh, yeah they are basically monopolies and while legally they've found a way to do it uh, you know the extent that they've reached is almost like they are their own country in itself so this has gotten out of control and something is going to happen I don't think people are going to accept the control I think people are going to uh, fight it and you're going to see a lot of people uh, just boycott social media altogether and boycott these uh, corporations and they will see decline in their profits so this is a good thing this is a very very good thing what's going on because by censoring people these mega giants are revealing their true colors and now we can see them for what they really are crooks this is GS Luthra straightforward voice if you like this visit straightforwardvoice.com until next time take care